Welcome into another episode of the One and Done podcast featuring Austin Atwood, Jake Huther. But we're missing yours truly tonight, Jake. He's tired. He's got work. He's been, you know, clearing the roads, making it safe for us to drive. Um, he is forever in our debt. You know, hopefully he'll be back Monday when we record. Uh, he's doing the, the Lord's work. Yeah, yes, he is. He's he's making it safe. You know, we miss him. But Jake, how does it feel to be, you know, the only member of the one and done crew to never miss a podcast? Uh, I mean, it's a stat I behold. I hold true to my uh, close to my heart. Um, I'm sure at some point I might miss, but hopefully not. But... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you miss, I don't know how we'll be able to do it. We can't do it without you. And then send it. But uh, yeah, Jake, you you. You make everything work. <laughs> Thank you. I hear we have some games we're going over from this past week, though. Yeah, we got so. we got four games that we're gonna we're gonna get into here: Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Texas, Florida State, Miami. Just so we can talk a little bit about Florida State because they're kind of rolling right now, and Michigan State, Rutgers. That annihilation that happened yesterday. Um, we got some quick hitters, just some games that happened throughout the week that we're not really going to dive into, just um, kind of explain the scores, what went down. And then we'll preview some SEC Big 12 challenge games uh, that are happening tomorrow. So pretty uh, pretty good show lined up. Let's uh, get into it, Jake. Let's start with uh, Texas Tech, West Virginia. We watched some of this game together the first half Monday night. Uh, Texas Tech lost to West Virginia 88-87 this was a really great game uh, Mac McClung put up 30 points in this one uh, Texas Tech had a, a late lead they were up by 12 with it was like six or seven minutes left in the second half yep. uh, kind of kind of a game that they just blew I mean they sh- definitely should have won this game would have bolstered their resume they do have wins against Texas and Oklahoma, but this one would have made their resume uh, that much sweeter. Uh, just your overall th- overall thoughts. I mean, West Virginia played a great game. I think they shot 63% from uh, three-point land. Uh, just your thoughts on West Virginia you know, overcoming the deficit and getting this much-needed win, Jake? Yeah, I mean, this was probably my favorite game to watch this week. Uh, it was a yeah. great one, right down to the wire. Um I honestly thought West Virginia was out of it because their free mm-hmm. throws were – they were struggling from the line. I mean, they only yeah, shot 99% from the line in this game. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what uh, kept Texas Tech in this. Yeah. Uh, it was back and forth. I mean, I like you said, I feel Texas Tech kind of blew it. But um, Miles McBride was just hot in this game. And mm-hmm. when it came down to the end, he – I want to say threw up a nice layup at the end. And then Mac yep. McClung, I mean, he had a pretty good shot. And chance he had a good the opportunity there. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been pretty impressed with Mac McClung this year. I did not think he would probably be the star player for Texas Tech. I yeah. figured he would be good, but I did not think he would be the main scoring option like he was at George, uh, Georgetown. But, I mean, he's proved me wrong. Um, I felt, finally, I mean, they were talking about it. I forgot. Was it Fran and uh, who was calling this game? But they were talking about Jemias Burton or Jameer's Burton. And uh, I felt he came, He was pretty well off the bench. Uh, hasn't played much and has basically mm-hmm. been off the bench. Uh, they were kind of waiting for him uh, to really step up this year. 
It looked like he was playing. Uh, he started to play pretty well, but I don't. I think it's a yeah. big win for West Virginia, <clears throat> especially. Uh, I think some people kind of wrote them off a little bit after Oscar I sure did. left. Um, yep, I thought they were done. But I, I, they're a pretty solid team. I think the only issue is, it was kind of an issue the other night, is if Derek Culver basically gets into foul trouble, they don't really have that big man off the bench that can have a huge impact. Um, but they seem to manage it pretty well the other night. At least. Yeah, I like you said, I thought you know some people or some people were writing them off with Oscar Shibway transferring to Kentucky. Uh, I sure was one of those people, and but I mean this team plays super hard. They they had when well, they have uh, six players in double figures. I mean they're just getting well bound scoring. That's I mean we didn't. <laughs> I think it would have been just a pr- a prayer last year uh, saying that they had six players scoring in double figures. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean they got guys that are. Their guards are pretty good. Miles McBride's really getting better. He had 24 points, seven rebounds, six assists. As you mentioned, he did hit the game winner. Uh, they have guys like Taz Sherman and Jalen Bridges who are, you know, getting minutes now and really just starting to get better. They both finished in double figures. Uh, I, I like this West Virginia team. I, you know, I'm excited to see them tomorrow against Florida, who's really coming on. So that should be a good one. Yeah, but. Uh, Texas Tech does lose this one. They play – who do they play tomorrow? LSU. They play at LSU. That'll be a good one. LSU can really score. I'm interested to see how well Texas Tech does against um, LSU's potential there. Uh, let's get into the next one. Number 24, Oklahoma, defeated number 5, Texas, on Tuesday, 80-79. to Texas was without head coach Shaka Smart, guard Courtney Ramey, and Jericho Sims due to COVID protocols. Um, if you're Oklahoma, a win is a win, no matter what, yep. even if it's without you know two starters for Texas. But Davion Harmon, he's just been really efficient these last two games. He finishes with 13 points. Austin Reeves, uh, just a flat-out score for this team, 23 points. Uh, this Oklahoma team, Jake, I really like them. They have, they had 20 or total of 21 turnovers in their last two games combined against Texas and Kansas. They're just a team that takes good care of the basketball. They play defense. Um, they keep it close with all these teams. So they're always in it no matter what. Um, Texas, you know, I kind of brushed this off. I mean, they hung in there even without two starters. Kai Jones finished with 15 points, 10 rebounds. But I think this says, you know, a lot about Oklahoma and a lot about the Big 12 in general. I think this is a, you know, might, I think the top half of this conference is better than the Big 10. Mm-hmm. Um, just what are your thoughts on Oklahoma and kind of where you see their future outlook in this conference? I mean, they're definitely, like you said, they're a pretty well-balanced team, especially in this conference. Um, I'd probably – I mean – I guess I have to see really how they play. Uh, granted, it's out of conference tomorrow against Alabama, mm-hmm. yep. but seeing how they perform in that, I still I think they'll be a team that makes it in. I mean, they are in the Big Twelve, who just beat they just beat each other up every every year. Um, I think the way with the standings are at the moment, they might be fighting their way 
I mean, you could have what maybe six from this conference make it six teams. Yeah, um, I think they'll probably be in the six, maybe five or six. But I've been pretty impressed with this team. Um, and to go on to Texas, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think Texas should be worried at all about this loss. I mean, they did. It's a solid Oklahoma team they lost to, and I mean, they did. They were without two of their best players and Shaka Smart. Um, so I, I don't. I was reading some things like saying Texas should be worried about this loss. I mean, I don't. If it were other years when Oklahoma wasn't great, then yeah. But the way with te- how Texas has been this year, I, I don't think they should be worried at all about this loss. Yeah, it was still they, close they, on the end, even with uh, all the people they were missing. So, um, Oklahoma has a Brady Manic problem right now, Jake. This team could be so much better if he could just, you know, find his way right now. In his last three, he's struggled mightily in his last three games. I don't know if it's because he's getting benched or what's going on. So I think he was a part of, like, COVID protocols or something like that. Um, In this game against Texas, he played eight total minutes, had zero points, 0 for 5 from the field. Um, This guy was a double-double machine early on and, you know, throughout his career at Oklahoma. Um if he can find his way, I think this Oklahoma team can be lethal and um, deadly in the Big 12. Yeah, they definitely need him to figure it out. I mean, since the middle of December, he only has one game where he scored double-digit points. So, I mean, they definitely need him. Um, I mean, he only played eight minutes in this game, so they were probably just playing the hot hands. Um, I mean, because he shot over five. So, if you're in a close game, I don't. you're not going to want Brady Manigan if he's cold, so... We're definitely going to find out a lot about uh, Oklahoma in these next six games, Jake. You, you ready, ready for me to read you the schedule uh, here? Yeah, I'm ready. They play tomorrow against Alabama, number nine Alabama. They play at Texas Tech on Monday, I, I believe. Yep. Uh, then they play Iowa State, which is kind of like a game they should win, but Could there's really game. no gimme. There's really no gimmies in the Big 12, but they should win that game. Then they play number two, Baylor. Then they're at West Virginia, and then they're home against Texas. And they still have to play Oklahoma State twice at the end of the year. So, I mean, it's just – it's a really tough schedule. We're really going to find out a lot about this team yeah. <laughs> um, with all the competition they're about to face. Good luck, Oklahoma. So, yeah, good luck. I mean, I, I believe in you. I'm hoping for the best. I'll pick you if you're in the tournament. <laughs> So next game, we got Florida State defeats Miami 81-59. to Florida State's a team that's really on the rise. Uh, they're in second place in the ACC right now behind Virginia. Uh, Florida State's on a five-game winning streak. This team is just well-balanced. They have legit – they can go legit eight deep. Um, Scotty Barnes is a five-star freshman, Jake, and he only has eight points in this – uh, victory get over Miami, and the team still destroys. Like they don't need their five star point guard putting up massive numbers. They can go eight deep. Um, what do you think of this Florida State team and how? I think they're may they might be one, the only legit chance the ACC has of a team getting into the Final Four as of right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I mean, they're. Leonard Hamilton always has a balanced team every year, even if he right? doesn't have. My God. Even if he doesn't have the big name 
recruits. Uh, he just gets everyone to buy in. I mean, I think that's probably what maybe they struggled a little bit at the beginning of the year. But they weren't really struggling, I mean, that that bad at the beginning of the year. Um, no, but they definitely were a little shaky. Yeah, I mean, I personally wasn't worried because I feel like I've seen this with Florida State before the last few years. They may start off shaky, but they'll they'll end up figuring it out. Um, I mean, Raquan Gray is definitely a great addition so far for them. Um, he's, I mean, the last five games he's played, he's been uh, double-digit points. So they have scoring throughout. And like you said, they're such a deep, deep team, which obviously can help them in the tournament. Um, basically playing whoever's hot or hot or cold. But I personally, I also thought Miami would do a little better this year, but not uh, oh, same. <laughs> Trust me, same. I picked them third in the ACC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they've been decimated by injuries and just can't really seem same to get it going. Last year. Yep. But it's like you said, man. They can just Florida State can just plug guys in. Like I knew, I knew about MJ Walker. He's a good player returning. Scotty Barnes, five-star freshman coming in. He he can flat out ball, and they they just he just recruits guys and you know. Guys that sit out and, you know, are eligible, come back the next year. They just – instant production, uh, Leonard Hamilton gets out of his players. And this is why, I mean, Florida State, I mean, it's probably not new news to many, but I consider them a blue blood in my eyes now Ooh. with the way they're getting recruits and just performing in general. So, yeah. uh, Florida State, definitely a team to keep your eye on. Um, like I said, them in Virginia right now sit atop the ACC. I just and... can't. After, like once we reach the Sweet Sixteen, I just lose trust in Virginia every time picking them because they just they're so cold. Even after they won the Natty, Jake. After they won the Natty, yeah. I mean, I don't. I just can't trust them. They're just so okay. they're shaky. They can go hot or cold. I mean, their offense, I will say, has been way better this year than it was last year. But I don't know. All right, Jake. All right. All right. Last game that uh, we're going to dive into here. Yes. What an ugly game last (laughs) night, Jake. Rutgers defeats Michigan State 67-37. Yes, 37 points for Michigan State this entire game. Jake, the Spartans are dead. They're done, and they're buried. It's over, Jake. Uh, it's done. I, I would like to take back what I said from Monday show when I said they would make it. I think I said um, it, yeah. So <laughs> I also said it. I mean, this they were they were only down six at half. It's not even like, I don't know. I know. And, then and they were shooting seven, terrible? 17 points in the second half. That is, mm. that's terrible. I mean, Michigan State, they shoot 29% from the field, 20% from three. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's and Rutgers didn't even shoot well either. I mean, they're twenty six percent from three, but I just out rebounded this game. Turnovers for Michigan State. I just so this was a game that was just it's just so unlike the Spartans to pull a game like this out. I don't, I don't really know where they go from here. I mean, their leading scorer had seven points. It's not good, Jake. That's not a recipe for success. Um, this team is literally last year's team when Cassius Winston got hurt. Uh, I mean, yeah. just no. I, I thought AJ Hogard would 
you know, be the guy at the point, you know, running the show, really getting this team going. Yeah, it's not so much now. Um, they, they, their guards, when they're, they're cold, they're ice cold. Their big men are just getting dominated. Miles Johnson for Rutgers had 13 points, 14 rebounds in five blocks. That's a guy really coming on for Rutgers right now. And, you know, good for Rutgers. You know, they had that long stretch of, what well, I'll say like five games where they were losing. Yeah. And uh, in one, you win two straight and, you know, get the mojo back going a little bit, get that NCAA tournament berth, uh, you know, getting into gear there. But Michigan, it's over. I mean, we're going to see a probably an NCAA tournament without Michigan State, Kentucky, Duke, maybe Indiana, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, they're still on the I mean, I feel like bit, you could throw but... in North Carolina there, too. North Carolina is surging a little bit. I think they're winning enough to get by. I think they are. I mean, but... I, I, I think Indiana's luck with them is – they're just in the Big Ten, and I think if they can mm-hmm. um, maybe get that 500 conference record or just above, they might be able to sneak their way in. But I, this Michigan State team, I don't, I don't know what where they go from here. I mean, what is it next year? They get a bunch of recruits in, or two years from now? But I think both, both years. I mean, I mean, if they if they, they stay, I, I don't know. I mean, these five-star guys might look at the team right now and be like, "Do I do I want to go there?" But yeah, you know, do I want to go there or do I want to go to Syracuse? (laughs) Pick your poison, either or. Uh, Jake, don't break my heart. Just being honest here. Sorry, (laughs) sorry to disappoint. All right, all right, Uh, Jake. I'm gonna just rattle off some quick hitters right now. Um, At the end, you know, maybe if a game catches your eye that you feel deep in deep need of commenting on go right ahead so alabama beat kentucky 70 59 i was waiting for this game uh, for, or for a game that alabama struggled I, I think they only made five threes in this game but their defense really carried them to the victory smu with a brutal brutal loss to memphis 76 72 i will say they um, got back last night and beat Memphis, but they yep, only beat yep, them by yep. one. So they split, they split, but that's a brutal loss, Jake. For us, they they were the only team that had a chance in the AAC, other than Houston, of getting an at large. But I will. I just want to. That go, I think. I just want to go quick back to this Alabama Kentucky game. Okay. Because yep. I was, <laughs> I was texting Dan because it was during the the Sabers game the other night. And mm-hmm. I remember looking at the score, and I texted Dan, and I was like, please tell me Alabama is not going to lose to Kentucky right now. Uh, so I, yeah. <laughs> I turned it on after the Sabres were over, and I forgot who was calling this game, but Alabama, they went on like a few possessions, like four, where they were still trying from three, and it just was not working out. And then they switched that gear, which we were talking about the other night, and they're so balanced. They were like, okay, let's just drive on this team because yes, yep, they're getting easy laps, and then they were getting to the foul line, which really sealed the deal, uh, creating fast break turnovers as well. So I, I was waiting for this, Jake. I was waiting for them to struggle, see what happened, see how they reacted, and they just like, responded by playing very well in the defensive end and just turning those 
um, turnovers in the points. And I mean, so. they took advantage, like you said. I mean, Kentucky, they had, they can't handle the ball this year in their life. I mean, Alabama no, no, had no, 20 points off of turnovers in this game. Um, it's funny because Kentucky didn't even really have that many turnovers this game, but when they did, Alabama made them pay Dude, for it. So it happened late. Yeah, it happened, happened late in the game, late. down the stretch, and and yeah, they made them pay. Um, moving on, Drake sweeps Missouri State uh, to stay undefeated. Massive for uh, Drake. Dayton, yes, massive, very massive. Uh, Dayton defeats St. Louis, seventy six seventy one, and uh, St. Louis was coming back from a COVID pause, and tonight their game got canceled against Richmond, and they are back on. COVID uh, this this St. Louis team is going to cause some serious issues when it comes to tournament time because I don't, no one's going to know what to do with them. I don't think. Do you mean by they're going to win games or cause COVID issues? Uh, I'm, it's I. It's more of like if you keep this Either record or. and you're still on pause, like what do you – how do they see this team? <laughs> what do you how do? do they see this team? Right. I mean, if they come on strong once they're after their break and like, I don't know, <laughs> they win their own conference tournament, like how do you still see them? Because, I mean, they yeah, – right. I feel like I feel like this is their like third COVID pause maybe. I don't even know. Sounds like – sounds yeah, about right. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a good win for Dean too, who's still – Yeah, good win. Fighting their way. They're still <sighs> – Poking around in the A10 there. Um, Duke. Duke gets in the win column. Finally, they beat Georgia Tech 75 68. Auburn. So we hyped up Missouri after their win over Tennessee. They go to Auburn and lose. Auburn beats Missouri 88 82. Creighton comes back from 16 down in the second half to beat Seton Hall, 85-81. Dan and I were texting oh, back and forth. This was a great game. During too. this game, we thought it was over because, you know, Creighton wasn't doing absolutely anything to, you know, make it seem like they were going to come back. You know, I go upstairs, take a shower, come back down. I'm like, what happened? Yep. They're up by yep. two. <laughs> I turned off this game and I – was it the same night as Auburn, Missouri? I don't know. Maybe it might have been. But, yes, I think I so. I switched back to Auburn, Missouri, and then I was also texting Dan, and he was like – and I looked at the score, and I was like, I think you just helped out Creighton because now they're on a run. <laughs> I mean, Creighton's lord and savior and Mitch, uh, Mitch Ballack, just 29 points in this one. I mean, seven yeah, for 12 from three. Seven threes? Yeah, seven yeah. for 12 from three. I mean, Seton Hall, what a, what a collapse for them. I mean – yeah, game. they were they're on the bubble, so that would have been a huge win for them. Ohio State stays hot. They beat Penn State 83-79. A win is a win. They improved to seven and four in the Big Ten. And Wisconsin beats Maryland 61-55. They get on the, the right side of things in this one. Yeah, Wisconsin. Clemson. Clemson that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, they that did. A, that was a get right game. They needed Oh, I like that, Jake. I like that. Clemson erases their horrific three-game losing streak. Kind of shocked, actually, that they beat Louisville 54-50. Like, I texted you. I honestly think, like, if Clemson goes on the run, they should just ask to not be ranked. Because if they're ranked, they just don't know what to do. Uh, they don't know how to win. They, <laughs> they seriously don't know how to win. It was kind of nuts that they were – I think they were ranked – they were ranked number one in defensive efficiency. And during the three-game losing streak, they dropped – I don't know, like 30 spots or something yep. like that. Something <laughs> horrific. <laughs> uh, 
Um, what do we got here? Colorado State beats Boise State 78-56. Boise that that loss snaps Boise State's 13-game win streak. These two teams play again tonight. I might watch the first half, might not. Actually, I will. <laughs> it's a late one. It is a late one, Jake. I got to be up at 4:30. Oh. I'll I'll have to watch some of it and give you uh give you updates on what I can yeah, see. I think what, I don't. Yeah, when it's I wake not up, on I want sports network because I don't have that. But. It's uh, on Fox, oh, I think. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like if Colorado State win sweeps Boise State, it's massive for them. Um, I don't know if yeah. the split is good for Colorado State. I think the split would help out uh would help out Boise State more, most likely. Yeah, Colorado, I mean Colorado State looked really good in the last, uh, you know, their last game Wednesday against Boise State. They were draining threes, getting points in the paint. It looked like a tournament team for sure. Uh, last one, Jake. Really impressed by Stanford. They beat Arizona last night. They beat UCLA on Saturday. Um, they played this game against Arizona without three starters. That included Zaire Williams. For whatever reason, he's pulling, you know, his typical Kyrie Irving BS, just choosing when he wants to play. But Oscar Da Silva really carrying this team. Stanford, you know, they're rattle off two in a row here after, you know, a struggle. I think this is a tournament team. They're looking pretty good. Um, you know, Oscar Da Silva's playing like he's like, there's no way I'm not letting this team yeah. go to the NCAA tournament. I, <laughs> so he, he wants, he wants in bad. Stanford team, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think if they keep winning, obviously it helps them. But if they lose, drop two or three in the Pac-12, then I don't. Basically, Stanford needs to just not lose to the bottom of the barrel teams in the Pac-12, and I think they'll be okay. Yep, they drop any yep, of those. Yeah, that else. It all starts tomorrow when they play Arizona State. Uh, tomorrow, night. I gotta get that Stanford. Gotta win it, but I mean Arizona State. Uh, I mean they've been terrible, but the scoring, I mean the scoring potential is there for a tough game. So I'm sure we'll watch it together tomorrow, Jake. Don't worry. Should we move on to the SEC Big Twelve matchups tomorrow? I think we should, since we'll be watching it all day. So kick us off at noon. We got the probably the yep. biggest one, I think. Um, Jake, this game should be on later. <sighs> I it should it should. I don't I don't know why they have it in noon. But we got the Alabama against Oklahoma. Um, I think this is a massive game for both to really see how both teams play. Um, but it's definitely probably the one intriguing one tomorrow. Um, Agreed. Two bottom bottom teams: Texas A&M, Kansas State. Uh, and Missouri TCU, Missouri. I mean, could be a get right game for them. Uh, West Virginia, Florida. I hope so. Definitely a solid game as well at two o'clock. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Florida is. I feel like I feel I can just feel like this is a game that Florida just steals somehow. Um, mm, okay. We have Texas Tech LSU at the same. Oh, those are the same time as West Virginia. Florida. Yep, same time. We got a flip flop, Jake. Uh, we have Auburn Baylor. Um, I think that one will be interesting because Auburn's yeah, I think, hot offensively with Sharif Cooper. Yeah, so. yeah, the guard matchup, uh, Jared Butler, Sharif Cooper. Did you see that stat, Jake? Where with Sharif Cooper in the lineup, they're 
Auburn's averaging 12 more points a game and then shooting, I think, like 6% better. Yeah, that was their issue. They're like shooting the other night against like 60 or uh, it was like 40. They were shooting 44% without him. And then when they inserted him in the lineup, they're shooting like 49% from the field, something absurd like that. Yeah, that, that was the issue the other night when I was watching them play Missouri. Sharif Cooper went off on one to the bench for like. 10 minutes, and I think Auburn was up, like, 12. And then Missouri just went on a run, mm-hmm. and Auburn could not do anything on offense. And then he came back in, and then Auburn ended up pulling it out. It was just magic. Yeah, he had, 20, he had 21 free throw attempts yeah, in that one. Yeah. Then we have Arkansas, Oklahoma State. Um, that might be a good one. one. Yeah. Um, I think Oklahoma State probably pulls that one out. Um, Iowa State, Mississippi we'll see State. If, we'll see if – Yep, we'll see if Cade plays in that one. Hopefully, uh, if he's out of COVID or injury, whatever's whatever's going on with him. Whatever's issues. Uh, Georgia, Ole Miss, um, and then another big one, the late night. This should be noon, but uh, Kansas, Tennessee. I, I mean Kansas. I mean both these teams are pretty shaky right now, um, so it'll be interesting Very to shaky, see what Jake. happens with this one. Um, and then the last one we have is South Carolina Vanderbilt. No one cares about that one or the Georgia no one cares. one. And unfortunately, no one cares. the Texas-Kentucky game had to be canceled due to COVID issues. No one really Texas. cared. And I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, Texas probably really didn't care. I mean, if Kentucky was ranked and playing better, then it might have been a better game. But, yeah, I mean, whatever at that point. <laughs> the, way, the way Kentucky is this year. Maybe maybe Kansas, you know, they were like or Texas, maybe they could have played, but they're like, you know what? Let's just let's get right and not have COVID, okay? Let's take this game off. Jake, what are your thoughts on this uh Kansas Tennessee game? Who who who's gonna win? This I think this game is just gonna be so ugly. Uh, I think Kansas pulls it out and I think they'll end up winning. Yeah, okay. Um what what do you think, like forty five, forty two game or something? <laughs> maybe. I'll I'll go I I don't know. Uh, who, who, <laughs> I feel like you never know what this Kansas team this year. They could drop yeah. 70 or they could be 50. There's no no in between with this team this year. Jalen Wilson's going to have to pick it up. He had zero points against yeah, TCU on, uh, <laughs> last night, actually. Uh, that's just not good. I The fact that they even struggled against TCU is uh, a, bit, a bit concerning. Um, but I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to go with Kansas. I like it. I like it, Jake. All right, that wraps it up. All right, Jake, nice work, great show. We'll, you know, we hopefully we'll be back with you on Monday, breaking down the results from the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Uh, from Austin Atwood, Jake Uther, you know, yours truly, we'll be back Monday. Look forward to speaking to you very soon. See you later. Bye bye.